Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden. And I'm Haley Piper. And And together, together, we are the Gossip and Gratitude Podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Okay, everybody, life updates. (laughs) Okay, hi, guys. Okay, so today we're going to do a life update episode and just kind of talk about what we've been doing, where we're going. I guess the the first episode we ever released was in August. Yeah, so what's been going on since... Yeah, then. there was some things that happened before then. Actually, True. we were too it was too fresh to talk yeah. about. Now we didn't want to better place. scare you all away with like I'm so <laughs> my life. Oh my god, it's so hard. Holy fuck. But yeah, so that's today's episode. But yep. let's start off with some go. Oh, not gossip. Some gratitude. <laughs> First, the gratitude, then the gossip. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Don't we should have named it gratitude and gossip why i don't know oh because we do the gratitude yeah. first and the gossip okay i'll let you Shit. go first <laughs> sean let us down with the name yeah, what the fuck okay so i am what did i say i was grateful for earlier oh oh, oh yeah i am grateful for just like quiet evenings oh, yeah. in because i was just telling hales earlier today that i've realized lately that i don't spend enough time with myself anymore mm-hmm. like i when i was single i used to just spend every evening alone and just do my own thing which <laughs> sounds sad but it was actually like i liked it like i just could do whatever i wanted and like mm-hmm. watch netflix or like read a book or like do all these things have and a I, bath yeah like i just spent a lot more time by myself but i feel like lately you know when i have free time that i'm not like at work or doing things i spend time with sean or yeah. we're doing bath bombs or i'm recording a podcast or whatever and then other times i have free time i'm filling it up with friends yeah so I just feel like I don't spend as much time with good old Lex. I feel you. I feel like there's always something like you feel like there's always something to do. Right. So which is it's like freaking and stressful. I know. Like, and then when you do have like some downtime, you're like, oh, I could be doing this. Yes. So I don't know. This Friday, I just decided to not go out and mm-hmm. I hung out by myself for a bit. And then Sean and Maddie did come over later. But then last night, same thing. I just kind of did stuff on my own. That's and it was fair. nice to just have a few hours to just to like myself hang. i agree <laughs> so i want to do more of that but i'm grateful for that time that i do get i think that's a good one um my gratitude moment i don't know if i've said this already but i just thought about it lately is i shout out i'm thankful for the slut squad <laughs> just because i feel like we're all going through similar things and i feel like y'all listen to this podcast so thank you and thanks for being supportive and good friends you know so soft but yep i think my friends don't even listen to this podcast they do just kidding maddie Maddie, i know (laughs) maddie always has good comments yeah (laughs) anyways maybe they do listen let me know if you guys listen if you're listening but if not then you won't so i know that you don't (laughs) whoa what a word what a tongue twister anyways okay let's get into it let's get into the life updates yeah i feel like maybe also some people don't even know what we are up to in life maybe not actually yeah. if you don't so, know us in real life i guess true. i just assume maybe everyone like knows me but true. they don't yeah i don't I share about we a have lot of the stuff new on. friends on here that listen to us true um maybe do you want me to go first or do you go first just kind of a synopsis of our lives and then we'll get into the nitty-gritty okay i'll go first so right now i guess like i don't share this on social media so i guess if you're just coming from that view you probably wouldn't know but I'm in the middle of doing my CPA which is oh boy what does that mean <laughs> yeah I'll tell yeah, I didn't you I not know what CPA was until you yeah honestly right like I'm not so up on the business stuff no that's fair so I decided I guess I wanted to be an accountant at one point in my life <laughs> so then I lucked out got this job and then going to the CPA which is your oh god certified 
oh boy, chartered professional accountant. (laughs) That's what that means. And so uh, basically it just gets you so like I can sign off eventually on financial statements and just like say that, yes, everything in your company looks good. It's just like the higher level of education mm -hmm. for it, right? Yeah, Totally. Sort of like like a master's in in sort of. like yeah, Yeah, like you can do it either the way I'm doing it with CPA or you can do your master's in university. But so the way I do it is I work full time and then when the other time I get, I'm doing homework, you know, weekly assignments and writing exams, which so much fun. <laughs> but it's been kind of interesting because I've got and some people reach out to me who are also doing their CPA from and they've listened to the podcast. So that's super awesome because I'm like, yo, me too. We're not alone. You can relate in the struggle. Yeah. So that's good. But it's been turbulent. Like I've never really gone through anything like this. And also like I mean, I think my close friends and family maybe are the only ones that know, but I'm I'm pretty open about it. But I did fail one module, so I had to rewrite that. And I never really experienced anything like that. And boy, did that shake me a bit. That was an interesting... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. But that's kind of where I am with that. And also, like, I am the most anxious human. And 2019 has been the year of spastic Haley. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of where I am with that, like... But I'll give you, I'll let you do your little like life update and then we'll get into it. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> okay. So like I do freelance work basically. So I run my own shiz mm-hmm. and I basically do like social media marketing and graphic design. So I design like logos for people and do branding for small businesses. I do social media, like Instagram and Facebook stuff. I've done some videography and like YouTube stuff for different companies as well. Um, so basically what happened like about a year ago was I went to this networking event and I met my kind of boss, I guess you could say, um, Justine, we had her on the podcast <laughs> several weeks ago and, uh, she owns a spa. And so she was like, oh, I'm actually looking for somebody to do my social media for me. So I started doing the social media and marketing stuff for her spa lipstick empire and, then a few months later she came to me with this idea because she's kind of been also thinking of getting into starting to do marketing and that for businesses but she would wanted to do more of sort of the business coaching side of things but she also wanted to be able to offer the marketing side of things so she kind of proposed that I join her with this company it's called Virago and Lace Consulting and basically I would be contracted under that company to do branding stuff so I basically help her with that so that's where I get a lot of clients is through that company um even though it's not like my company but it's just me and her so we kind of make decisions together and stuff so I still am getting like all that yeah freedom and everything and learning uh, and learning like all the knowledge. And, yeah so it's been really interesting especially because when you run your own company you have to do a lot more Literally. <laughs> especially with finances and money and taxes and all these things and it's been a learning curve for sure because when I started I had no idea of any of this stuff right and I've learned so so much about that whole side of things um but yeah it's been a turbulent time because <laughs> I was really like on cloud nine I was making like pretty good money for a long time like more money than I'd ever mm-hmm. seen before and I had some really good ongoing contracts going on and then um, back in July 1st, actually, on Canada Day, oh my God. I lost my biggest contract, which made up half of my income. And that was a huge blow. Mm-hmm. And I literally was like crying in Sean's bed. And he was like, oh, shit. Because um, it was funny, too, because I got the email mm-hmm. that they were like, yeah, you won't, you'll no longer be needed. And I was like, ah, shit. And I was like trying not to cry because I was having brunch with Sean's parents. <laughs> and I had like this weird out-of-body experience where like, 
I don't even know what happened. I, I, like I read the email out. at the table and then it was like they were talking and telling stories and I just like couldn't, I wasn't yeah. hearing what they were saying and I was just like sitting there like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're like, and it was I'm just like, cry. yeah, and I was like, oh God. And then I was like on my phone, like I kept like looking at the email and stuff and then Sean was like, oh, get off your phone and like being like, you're like, you don't pretend. even fucking yeah. know what's going on right now. And we went up to his room and all of a sudden I was like, okay, I'm gonna mm-hmm. burst here and he's like, what, what's wrong? And he's like, well, would you get fired or something? And I was like, <gasps> yes. <laughs> Sean, what the frick? Oh, yeah, it was bad. Oh I didn't God. get fired in a sense. They like they got rid of Laid, a lot of people. Yeah, they were like restructuring a, a bunch of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, so it wasn't like I did anything wrong because I reached yeah. out to the like HR girl who I had um like conversation with before, yeah. and she was like, "You like did nothing. Like you, we've really just enjoyed having you." Yeah, she was like, "It's just the company. It's going yeah. in different. We're doing different things and whatever." And this is so Anyways. common. I just like you'd never experienced anything like that before. So no, like, how do you deal with that? Blow, and yeah. I was like, "Oh my god." especially so, yeah. to your confidence when I you're know. yeah frig and i feel like it was funny because that happened to me and then it was like what a week later <laughs> you found out yeah. you failed your module and we were both like in such a sad place like oh july we God. were like <laughs> literally the worst time like what the fuck it was so hard uh. but it's good because we've come out on top i feel yeah. like we're like a new perspective yeah still struggling yeah. but but i feel like you learn it's all learning true like i'll give my failure spiel and just like the feelings yeah. just in case anybody is has maybe failed like a university exam or you also are in cpa and you failed an exam yeah but i it kind of i never really expected this like i mean i knew it was not uncommon to fail a cpa module exam yeah um but i also maybe i was just like i was really confident after that exam and i knew like the stuff i struggled with in university so i studied extra hard for it and like coming out of the exam i felt good i was like yep I think I did not nail that. And then I remember I was sitting at my desk and um, when you find out if you passed or failed, you it's just a you're just a number. And so this list comes out at 10 a.m. and you can either control F type in your number or you can scroll. And so like I'm like, I'm going to control F this shit and mm-hmm. I control F type my number in and it's just like not showing up. And I'm just like, um, uh, that like moment of like drop you, of your stomach. I was oh. like, maybe this is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> like, not even accepting. And like I'm in this module or I'm in this going through the CPA with like three other individuals yeah. and they all passed. And I remember somebody just coming over to my desk because everybody's watching you to yeah. get the results, which is pressure and i remember them being like so and then i just burst into tears with like my whole firm around me just like literally and like my one manager was really nice and he's like come in my office like so i go in there and i'm ugly crying like slobbering like (laughs) like i never i didn't even know it's hard because you also like not just like the not i wouldn't call it embarrassment but it's kind was, of embarrassing 100 not even that but also just that like you knew you worked really hard and then so, for that oh, to yeah. not, it's like a it's lot. really <laughs> mentally <laughs> fuck uh, like fucks you up the fact that whoa the fact that you like you always think growing up i can work so hard for this and i'm gonna get it yeah which isn't true always yeah. like you're just like universe why like what did i do wrong and yeah and it's sometimes not even anything that you did wrong but maybe just someone else did better and so like this whole process is curved and therefore uh, uh could just have been like you know the people you I just fell short with. of the curve yeah totally so i'm like and that was what we were talking about is like sometimes oh there's cat hair in my nose i'm sorry everybody <laughs> oh my god <laughs> keep picking my nose but um so basically like yeah like my manager kind of talked to me and was like you know what like this isn't isn't uncommon like mm-hmm. it could have just been the day the situation the exam like if if you were failing it 
more than once or maybe multiple times, then maybe it's like, oh, we need to reevaluate your study habits. Yeah. But basically he was super nice, gave me like some advice and just like on it and would check up on me. So I took two more months and I studied those two months, I guess. And then I rewrote the exam in September. And so I was so fucking nervous and, and I literally, but I felt really prepared, but I think it's just paranoia. Like, and I think maybe when you fail something, you'll always be paranoid that you're going to fail again. Mm -hmm. And so like I went, I wrote it and I was expecting to walk out of that exam feeling like very confident and I wasn't feeling confident. I was like, I literally went home and I, I cried so hard and I was like being outrageous to my mom. I was like, I just like, I literally said to her, I looked at her in the eyes. I was crying, weeping. And, and she's like, I don't know what to say. Like, and, and I look at her dead in the eyes. and I'm like, I just want to die. Like, so, dramatic. so dramatic, but it's like, I was physically sick because I was so stressed and upset. Like it's yeah. fucked up. But then, and it's like funny too, because it's like, if you really don't want to do it, like you could just quit no it's really not like the end of the world if you didn't have it you could probably continue on but But it made me i think failing made me want it so bad yeah like you're like i have to keep going so fucked up and then (laughs) i was so sick like i was like if i fail again i'm gonna write it one more time and then i'm quitting like i was dramatic and (laughs) yeah and so then thank the lord jesus christ uh i think maybe three weeks later i freaking found out I passed it and boy was that the best feeling ever but how ironic whereas now I was so excited but now I'm just like cool Mm, on to the next and that's so crazy that like uh, for like four months it was such a big um like like pivotal thing ordeal and also failing it was the worst and just like felt so embarrassed and then now after passing I'm like cool like I thought I was expecting to feel so much more relief Mm -hmm. than you did almost yeah yeah it's like a quick instant good feeling and then and i'm like okay on to the next which is so fucked up i feel like i feel a little bit riffed off but like i'm so happy i passed but i'm just like okay well this clearly isn't the true meaning of life like if if it's so like you know i i'm very confused by that feeling right now but i'm learning and i'm in another module so maybe that's it where i'm like fuck (laughs) again i feel like um it was all like, well, you know what I always say is like everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And I feel like one of the like benefits now, mm-hmm. which in my perspective of things for you is that just now there's like a bit less pressure because all of your stuff is like spaced out yeah. now more. Like you can't true. write your final exam for like longer. So, so then it's like you kind of have a bit more flexibility with your schedule. And then like if God forbid <laughs> you didn't pass another <laughs> module, <laughs> which you won't. Yes. But like for some reason, if the universe yeah. decided that that was what was supposed to happen, yeah. you have like leeway room. Totally. I think so and I also think like it put some things into perspective because for so long I was so unsure if I wanted to be a CPA like I was mm-hmm. like what am I doing is this right like but now it made me be like no I really want this I want to f- complete this and mm-hmm. like if you already put so much into it yeah. and now you're like gotta keep doing it yeah and finish and I feel like if any of the juniors below me fail I'm gonna be like the mother hen be like yeah. look at me it's okay like <laughs> yeah so and 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 i hate that it you feel embarrassed because it's so normal like to i'm sure have there's failures. other people in your office that oh, failed yeah. modules totally there has been and they gave me advice and everything and they're all cpas now and they're like oh in retrospect like not even phased by it anymore yeah but like failure is such an interesting feeling because like i feel like growing up you're in say elementary junior high high school it's mm-hmm. like kind of crazy like you don't really fail no we and don't like really like try to that hardly no. on your exams and stuff so there's nothing to right? fail at and so like 
having that experience and really not having anything to base it off of like any mm-hmm. prior like much experience with that it's yeah. just like really throws you for a loop because you're just you're embarrassed of yourself you feel like and i think for and me and you both like we've never really had any experience of that before no like even in university and that like i think we both did pretty well throughout yeah. school and like got by and it was never like oh i'm not gonna get into school or i'm not gonna pass this class like we were both yeah. kind of like you're already in university we you didn't just really ever struggle that hardly i mean i'm sure there was some classes and mm-hmm. stuff that were harder than others but it was never you know like you could at you least were never really like by. afraid that oh god i'm going to fail like, yeah. it was not that wasn't as big of an issue yeah but like man it's like the weirdest feeling like just thinking like oh man even if i put in all my effort and work i could still not com- like pass or mm-hmm. complete what i wanted to pass which yeah is such a realization in life because you're always like well if i work hard i'm gonna get there yeah which isn't always the case and like i guess you mentally have to be okay with like you know what and i guess set boundaries like okay i'm gonna do this and if if i don't accomplish this by this time maybe i'll reroute my path or mm-hmm. either or just yeah like trying, set like, how far are you willing to go to complete your goals because totally. you're probably going to have setbacks and failures it's just with anything oh yeah like i think it's inevitable that you will and like i i read so many quotes on pinterest of people who had failed like i oh, wanted really? to i was googling like famous people who had failed and like literally so yeah. many people like thomas edison he was the electricity guy yeah. maybe uh he like took him like so long and like even i feel like there's so many entrepreneurs like oprah they basically told oprah like you're never gonna be anything you're like a black lady like Mm -hmm. and she's proved them all wrong and even ellen like i think they canceled one of her shows because she came out as gay yeah and like she just like persevered so and even with like actors and stuff like um there's been like women who've been told like oh like you don't look yeah the part like you're not pretty enough right and they just like kept going like i know one person who i heard a story of was like meryl streep okay when she was like really young Uh she like went to auditions and people would be like no like you're not like pretty enough and like now she's one of the most like renowned actresses ever literally like oscar winning yeah and that's the crazy part is like those people like i would love to like interview what their mindset was because like to be like because like how do you know like after getting yeah getting shot down so many times but to keep going that's like you take something like you it's insane everyone could do that i don't think and i feel like you see these quotes and and they don't really resonate until Mm -hmm. like you've experienced something like that but i'm like damn like the people who just like been like nope that's what i'm gonna do like literally tried like a thousand times and it took like a thousand and five to accomplish their goal like yeah frig that's it i am very impressed by those people and i like for sure want to be that way too but Mm -hmm. god damn that was yeah so that's kind of like my 2019 update recent ish but i'll Mm -hmm. let you share some wisdom wisdom on your experience i know like okay so july was obviously hard and i thought that i would like bounce back a lot quicker than i have yeah (laughs) because i've always been just like not even really motivated to like really push myself to finding more contracts that are gonna like build my portfolio portfolio back up and my income back up because like i mean you know gotta pay those bills yeah literally (laughs) and um like i'm obviously like still doing fine Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't even say that like the amount of things i'm doing right now isn't like full time like i could be doing more and um but I think for the amount of time I'm putting in, I'm like doing pretty good. Yeah. But anyways, um, one thing that I really learned from this whole experience is, well, I did choose to be, I guess, an entrepreneur, if you will. <laughs> um, I chose this whole lifestyle and I guess I knew going into it that it was a riskier path mm-hmm. because there's no guarantee that yeah. you'll have clients and every month is going to be different depending on 
the work that you have that month and you're just going to have to accept that it's not steady and mm-hmm. you can't just say like oh yes I make this much every single month because yeah. it's not like that totally and so I guess that realization when it actually happened was like oh shoot like I need to like better prepare myself because not gonna lie to you people <laughs> I kind of got a bit spendy, spendy <laughs> because I was making good money and I've never made money like that in my life mm-hmm. like I worked very part-time when I was in school like not like not enough that I probably could have worked a bit more but I just worked very part-time just to have a little bit of money to do some fun things Mm -hmm. and when the summers came around I was working full-time but pretty much like 80% of my income went to saving for tuition Mm -hmm. um, because I had to pay for school so I mean that worked out but then once I started making money I was just like oh hell yeah like I used to I remember (laughs) past years like I would stress about spending money on like a Halloween costume or something like I was like oh my god like I can't spend more than $20 on this yeah and then last year this whole past year like I was making money and I just like didn't care like I would just spend and shop and I like yeah I literally didn't give a shit yeah and uh I you know made some outrageous purchases (laughs) I feel like I shouldn't I don't know like at the time I was like yes this is a good mm-hmm. investment but now looking back I'm like uh that was probably stupid like I shouldn't have done that um but yeah definitely went to Gucci <laughs> <laughs> bought some bags um I went on some expensive trips but okay. no regrets on the trips yeah. obviously like no regrets at yeah. all but I'm glad that I was able to do that I guess while I had the money because yeah. now I'm like ah <laughs> I also think this is just like my little like <laughs> word of advice for that yeah. but it's like if you hadn't have done it, maybe you'd have always thought about it and you were like, yeah, you know, so maybe getting it out of your system taught you some lessons. Oh yeah, I think it did. And, uh, for sure. Like now that I'm not making as much, I'm like, Jesus, Alex, like you need to reevaluate your spending habits. And it really made me realize that I need to be more conscious of the way I'm spending my money. And just because you have money mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you need to spend it. Totally. So, I guess I've learned about living below my means. I suppose now I know. And so these last few months I've really been kind of trying to change my habits, I guess. And I've been, I don't know, like spending less, saving more and not just like online shopping and being, you know, like actually thinking about my purchases. Like if there's something I want, I will like think about it for Mm -hmm. a long time before I actually decide. Whereas I used to just be so impulsive. And there's been so many times in the last month, especially where I've been online shopping and I've like clicked out of the website and been like, no, you don't need to do it. You don't need to do it. And even it's like the universe is even telling me things because I ordered some shapewear from Kim Kardashian's line, like that skims. skims, I was really excited about it. And then it was like not coming in the tracking number. Like, Uh wasn't showing up so Uh i emailed them and they're like oh yeah it's like lost in the mail so we're just gonna refund you and i was like that was the universe telling me that i did not need to spend a hundred dollars on shapewear yeah and now the money was refunded to me and i'm just like okay that was the sign yeah (laughs) that like that that one little thing that i like did treat myself to they were like no 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 yeah (laughs) you know just like take that money back yeah (laughs) so i was like okay okay um but yeah i think it all happened for a reason and i think it was just meant to teach me a little bit about money and spending and self-control yeah it's and I think especially doing what I do, like I need to really be aware of that because when you have, like, let's say I was making a really good wage and I had a salary job, Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm probably pretty safe unless I lost the job, but I'm saying like, you know, you're generally pretty safe. Yeah. Whereas with my job, I'm not as secure with that. So I think it just made me realize like I should never be spending more than I need to be. (laughs) I agree. Like it like kind of teaches you that you need to have like a an account where it's just like your yeah like a safety, safety net. net yeah for sure. 
which because yeah you never know and even with salary jobs like even just like with the economy today a lot of times anything can happen anything can happen for so sure. i think a big thing yeah is just always having that safety net and um yeah i like that idea where you really think about your purchases because like you should still be able to enjoy life and yeah. treat yourself but yeah like yep so now I think where I'm at right now is I'm on a bit of a saving kick. So I'm just trying to not, and I mean, I do little things like today we went to this witch show and I bought like some fun things, but tell us what you bought. I bought some crystals and I bought this like fun mystery bag with like fun, like some essential Apothecary oils stuff. and yeah, yeah, candle and stuff. And it was really fun. So like little things like that. Yes, I will treat myself, but mm-hmm. it's nothing compared to what it was before. Yeah. And I'm just like learning, I guess the value of a dollar yeah. and what's more worth my money like i think i would rather spend money like going out for dinner with my girlfriends or yeah. you know than on like, actual things yeah some new and shoes i guess or- yeah exactly now i'm just like okay i want to focus on saving my money to move out and saving my money to travel yeah and, and both yeah. of those things like i'm a very um what's the right word like impatient person i yeah. want things now mm-hmm. <laughs> i have no delayed gratification <laughs> and um that so for me right now like the things i'm trying to save for are pretty far in the future as yeah. far as i'm concerned like for the spring mm-hmm. i have nothing really planned within the next few months for like bigger things yeah. that i want so it's kind of like Hard. different experience for me mm-hmm. especially last year like i had so many trips that i mm-hmm. did and i always had something kind of to look forward to in yeah. these last few months i'm like oh i don't really have something like that to time set over. in stone yeah. but then i've also been trying to do little things like me and Sean are going to the mountains in a couple of weeks and mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Just like a little thing to do yeah. for us too, a little fun couples thing. I agree. I think that's fine. So I think it's just putting things into perspective because I was really lucky last year with all that I was able to do. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people my age and even older, like wouldn't have been able to afford any of the things that I did. Totally. So I think just having that little experience was like fun, but it also yeah. just put everything into perspective. I think. No, I feel like that's a good point. And I also think like, I heard uh, this couple talk about this on a podcast where basically they both came from like nothing Mm -hmm. like and so and they both became entrepreneurs and so basically they had to learn how to like hustle but then they started to get comfortable in their like bougie life and so then yeah when like a setback came they were like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck I'm losing everything that I made but but in turn like it's still like it kind of refired their motivation yeah. to be like okay we need to accomplish more like i need to keep going and for also sure. just have a better safety net so i think exactly it's like a blessing in disguise oh so. for sure and I, even like sean has told me multiple times before because he's mr you know like business <laughs> and money and shit and he's mm-hmm. like the it's one thing to like get rich like not that i was rich but i'm just saying like as an example like it's one yeah. thing to get rich but it's harder to stay totally rich because people do they get so comfortable with the amount they're making and they get into new habits and yeah. then when something does happen it's like you're screwed really you, yeah so i guess always live below your means literally always i like want to like drill that into everybody's brain i'm really learning and i think this is a thing that most like people our age are going through because like mm-hmm. you're both of us like i mean you and sean are more looking at moving out than gerald and i <laughs> but uh like I think that's a big thing that's going to be something you guys will experience when you move out. And even hearing from like my girlfriends, like one of my best friends, she's living with her boyfriend and she's just like, damn, I miss those days where I could just like go to Sephora and just be- spend money yeah. and buy a bunch of things. And yeah. now she has to be like, okay, well, I need to buy groceries and like all this other Can't stuff now. irresponsible. So. I know it's hard. And that's like, there was a time too when I was kind of more rushed to move out and I was like, hurry up, I'm ready. But yeah. now I'm like, okay, no, like I'll just let it 
happen yeah when it's not gonna rush it so next spring we'll start looking but as far as now i'm just like okay i'm gonna enjoy the time i Mm -hmm. have left (laughs) yeah living under my parents so true because yeah i think i think most people are going through something similar so if you have any advice to like if you're going through something similar of moving out or having you know financial struggle Mm -hmm. i i really think that's so normal amongst so many people or if you're going through a failure like it'd be interesting to hear other opinions but for sure i think um Another thing that I've really been struggling with since 2015 <laughs> that um, is like anxiety. And I think a lot of people, maybe it's become like the culture to shit on that. Yeah, because everyone's like, I have anxiety, yeah. even if they like haven't. Yeah. yeah, but I do have uh, I am I am an diagnosed. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not trying I am to an anxious. Yeah, I have an anxious. <laughs> so basically, um. I don't know if I've ever given a recap on my 2015, but this kind of segues into something I've done, which I I really recommend to people is Mm -hmm. I actually went and met with, I I wonder if you remember like a long time ago podcast with Justine, her boss, Mm -hmm. the psychologist she was talking about. So I went there and I met with her and we talked about my 2015. (laughs) uh, So basically (laughs) the the darkest 2015 was actually my worst year too. Really? It was like, yeah, because Andrea died. Yeah, Our we had a, we had a, a struggle that year, and I remember like the beginning even of twenty fifteen before that even happened. Like there was this weird time mm-hmm. when because I switched to a new school. Oh, for twenty fifteen yeah, because yeah. I used to go to a different school and I was in education because I thought I wanted to be a teacher. Yeah, and then I switched in January semester. I started oh, yeah. at McEwen and I started in communication and like I wonder if the that's change, the year I switched too. The, the change just like was off for me. Fair. I think that was the year you switched. I think so you started too. in september wasn't probably it? Yeah. yeah and i remember like i came home from school every day and i would literally go to bed yeah at like 6 p.m and i would just like watch netflix body. in the dark and then just like go to bed and i did i just that was like a really hard year for me too yeah. that's so I weird wonder why but maybe i don't know but yeah we both had like a friend we worked with passed away yeah. in like kind of a bit of an outrageous accident mm-hmm. i guess so if that you guys want tough. maybe like an episode about like loss yeah and talking more about that like i have a couple different experiences mm-hmm. and i think it might be something important because i don't think a lot of Same. people really open up about that and talk about that but it was even funny like i'm not gonna really get into it much even right now but me and maddie were talking the other day mm-hmm. about like that summer mm-hmm. and like i was like i honestly don't really remember what i did yeah. that summer like it's like i I don't know like it's not that I like blocked it from my memory but in a sense like I don't remember what I did yeah I remember being so hyper paranoid about death that's really I couldn't do anything like I didn't go hiking I was scared to like get on a boat or be it's like one of those things where it's sort of a wake-up call where you're like shit like yeah it really fucked me up Uh, just like the more of the death Mm -hmm. in your around and just thinking about death Mm -hmm. so that's like spiked anxiety for you that that included some anxiety as well as I had some turbulent times with that ex-boyfriend oh, that i've been chatting about that was like when we broke up <laughs> yeah. was 2015 and it was just the most horrific time and also what was the other thing oh boy there was i don't remember there was another big pivotal moment but um so basically i was having these really intense panic attacks where yeah. like i thought i was having a heart attack and i basically went to like five doctors and i said listen to my heart i think something's <laughs> wrong and they're like nope this just seems like panic attacks and it got to the point where like i couldn't even get on the bus to go to school i would just like it would just trigger a panic attack for no reason and so basically what happens is like you get all hot and sweaty and your ears 
go like you can't hear anything and then your vision starts it's like you're fainting Mm -hmm. and your vision goes and like your heart's beating so fast but you can't stop it and it can go Mm -hmm. on like i've had them go on for like an hour really and yeah like i've had like kind of panic attacks but they're different it was like more racing heart and then i would hyperventilate yeah but i didn't get ringing ears fair i think but it's only on the verge of fainting mine only happened like four times i think it was more like i was getting so stressful and worked up about something that i would start like hyperventilating my parents would be like ah shit here we go (laughs) literally (laughs) because they would have to try and like calm me down but there's no way because i have asthma too so they would always be like get the puffer like (laughs) (laughs) it was bad (laughs) but like how do you calm somebody down you literally can't when they Mm -mm. say just calm down take some breaths i'm like fucking easier said than done right so anyways, that year I went to my doctor and was like, um, I help. can't even go to school. <laughs> yeah. I need some help. So she put me on, I think it was called Ciprolex, which is like a drug, anti-anxiety drug. And also my love for coffee doesn't help this. It's true. It kind of <sighs> stimulates Yeah, that. I remember like right after you <laughs> got on this and you we were at school and I saw you in the cafeteria, like, I feel like I'm just in a daze because you were like Literally, getting used to the it was, medication yeah. and stuff when you were just like, oh, I feel so like just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. But so I'm still on it. I'm on like the lowest dose. So it might just be placebo effects sometimes, but I haven't had a panic attack like that since then. It's good. But so now I'm actually trying to be an adult and go get real help and talk to somebody mm-hmm. and like figure out what, why that's happening. And, and, but I think this is a normal thing. Like, I don't know why there's such a spike in people with anxiety now. Like, I don't know. I think it's just the world now is like so different. I think so. I like, think you have social media as a huge role and I mm-hmm. think you've got just more pressures because people are it's just like weird like people are in such a hurry to grow up and to yeah. do to accomplish things now and everything's rushed and mm-hmm. like that's one thing that I've been like struggling with lately is I feel like I'm like rushing my life and I yeah. don't know how to stop me too like I'm just I don't understand because I'm like oh my god I want to get engaged I want to get have a kid like I literally the other day I was like Sean like I want a baby and he's like no you don't you <laughs> yeah. are a baby like you yeah. don't you're not ready for that right now like he even knew he's like yeah. we're not in any place right I now know. we don't even live we have don't even have a place yet right? like you're not we're not making like that much money right now like we can't and that's not a priority like we you want to travel like you can't just have a baby and then go to yeah. thailand for two weeks like that's not a thing <laughs> come on was, baby we're going back yeah <laughs> like he's like calm down and i'm like um there's i don't know how there's moments when i'm like no like he's right like i need to just calm down and enjoy where i'm at mm-hmm. right now but then there's other times when i'm like oh my god like i need to do all this right now and i need to try and Same. figure out in my own mind like how to cope with those feelings because Same. It's a i have lot. no idea like and that's what i'm trying to learn because it is you feel rushed yeah. always you're like i'm not doing enough i need exactly. to be doing more but then i think and then I, if i sometimes sit down and like really think about what it'll be like and i'm mm-hmm. like not living you know at home and seeing my family all the time and having this responsibility and like mm-hmm. you know working all day and then having to take care of a kid all night and i'm like oh shit no like i don't think yeah. i'm ready for that but right? then there's i don't know it's so hard because you it go is. through like a wave of emotions where one moment you're like no 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 no, and then the next moment you're like oh god oh god i know i'm running out of time i'm running out of time <sighs> and it's like i've i feel like this whole year has been spastic because i'm always just like scrambling i'm never on i'm never ahead i'm always like oh my god i have to do this i think that. it is just like because it is our first year like of real life because yeah. i feel like when you're in school you're just focusing on that part of your life and you're not really thinking about the future Everything else. you're just like oh i'm just going to work on what i'm doing right True. now and getting through this exam or getting through yeah. this assignment or getting through this semester or whatever and now that you're just kind of thrust out into that and you're like there's not really an end game yeah. you're just living now i think so too so it's freaky because you just have all these decisions that you have to make yeah and i also remember being in university and being like i'll do that when i'm done school yeah i'll do that when i'm done university and now it's the time mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like 
I need to do everything right now. And that, that is just like, I feel like a really not good mindset to be in because I'm always like in a rush everywhere. Oh, for sure. And I think then I'm going to look back years down the line and be like, why was I like rushing so hard to be out of that part of my life? Like that was such a good part of my life. Like even with me and Sean's relationship, like the Mm -hmm. whole, like, I want to get engaged. Like, when are you going to propose to me? Like, okay, calm down. Like, I know we've only been together for like two and a half years. And like, I think I'm at a point where like, I know that that's like my person, it's the future, but yeah. at the same time, like, I just want to enjoy this moment of our relationship that we're in right now yeah. and just enjoy every step of it. Cause even when I think back to like the first summer that we were together, like that first like four or five months it's of so our relationship, fun. like that was like, just like the best summer of my mm-hmm. life. And like so many fun things happened. Yeah. And that was a point in my life when I wasn't rushing through anything. Yeah, like, I was right? just living like that summer. Like it was summer of 17. <laughs> I like to say 2017. <laughs> that was literally the best, like five, four months of my life. Like I, we did so many fun things like so odds girls yeah. and like, I don't know. Like you, met I want to get Gerald. back to that. Like I want to get back to that place and I yeah. don't know. Like we, we were just enjoying ourselves and there was no pressure and just like living life. Yeah. And I feel like I just want to get back. Yeah. To I don't want to feel busy all the time. Where I'm just like, life is good. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't want to have like, Oh my God, I have to do this and this and that always weighing in the back of my yeah. mind. And I just, I don't know if this is like normal in your twenties where you go through this and you learn from that. But yeah, I, I want to get back to a place where I'm just like enjoying things and I don't feel like, Oh, I have, an hour of downtime i need to be doing something like no and it's weird because like we were working full-time then I know. too it's not like we just did nothing like we worked full-time right? monday to friday mm-hmm. but we filled our weekends with fun stuff and like there was no care was, in the world no like, you we just, just knew. had a good time and enjoyed I mean, maybe it was because it was summer also and it was like a fun and we and knew we were going back to school yeah and you just like were whatever but i don't know like it was just yeah. we should make that our 2020 goal is to get back to like carefree carefree days. and just because i remember that too like i i don't want to go back to high school like I wouldn't trade that but like no. I remember being in high school and just having not a care no I was never stressed no and the then, biggest stress you had was like you had a math test yeah which was like not even that or, big of a deal or like girl drama yeah which exactly. was like a stressful in itself but like that was nothing compared to life <laughs> yeah so like I just want to know if other people are feeling that or if you've been able to be like hey this is why you feel that way mm-hmm. this is what you can do to just like get back to a carefree life and i've heard there's some books that i want to read in 2020 because yeah. i know the rest of this year is going to be crazy i think it would be fun too maybe so, to do an episode about like books that have helped yeah, us do self-help because i'm really been into some self-help books oh, as well lately self-help. so maybe once we read some more we can chat <laughs> yeah. about our faves when we have time to read yeah Fuck. exactly you will after Christmas. i know i think yeah i think the biggest thing right now is you're trying to find another job and yeah. stability in that sense and mm-hmm. i'm trying to pass the cpa process yeah and i'm like keep but then I'm like, I don't want to keep saying, oh, when this when is this done, is I'll be happy. Because yeah. I'm like, no, Healy, you're doing fun There's things now. There's always going to be something too. Like, you're Ugh. never going to be 1,000% satisfied. True. Because even once I do find like a another like job or contract mm-hmm. to fill the, the void. And once you finish your CPA, like we're, we're going to be like, okay, well now it's this that I haven't yeah. worried about or like whatever. So true. So I think we just need to try and learn how to be content with what how we're do doing we do right that? now. Like, I know. Somebody, if you're a specialist on this, can you reach out? Because yeah. I want to interview you. Or if you, you know any books that are really helpful yeah, for that maybe i just really like that's like my goal is to get to a place where i'm just like content content every day mm-hmm. and like there can be bad things going on but i'm still like okay, okay. and content yeah, yeah. fuck <laughs> instead of a spaz i don't want to be a spaz anymore i know but okay you take you've taken cbd for anxiety yeah right? so that's like i've never like gone to a doctor to talk about anxiety before but i've definitely like i don't know like experience i think everybody in yeah and i know it runs in my family and you know mental health is a thing and it's yeah. genetic so like i'm not i wouldn't be surprised if i have like mild actual anxiety mm-hmm. um 
but I just have never like actually gone to like talk to somebody. Fair. But anyways, I started taking CBD oil because I used to always get this like weird sense before work. Like I oh. love my job and I love the girls I work with and I'm, I like what I do. But for some reason, like in the morning, I just had this like knots You're in nervous? my stomach. Okay. Like I didn't want to go. And it was like, I don't know why. That's fair. I think this is common. Like I've even heard of people having time anxiety where they're just mm-hmm. like, oh my God, counting down, like say they work an evening shift. Mm-hmm. They're just like stressed all day. Yeah. I used to do that when I yeah. was in high school and I yeah. worked at home since I'd be counting down the time when I had exactly. to go to work, even though it was like, why don't I just enjoy this totally. free time I have? I know. But I would literally be like dreading every single, like, oh my God, it's two hours. Oh my yeah. God, it's 45 minutes away. Like I have to go. And it was like, crazy and because you're an introvert too yeah like, exactly so it was just like something i had to go out and do and just talk to people <laughs> and <laughs> like, um, oh my god yeah like that was one thing and it's the same thing too i know a lot of people get the like sunday scaries where yeah, they are dreading too. the week ahead mm-hmm. um so i was looking into like what i can do and like cbd oil is becoming a lot more popular yeah especially because we live in canada and yeah so and it's all weeds legal, legal and, and stuff um and so i ordered some just to try and mm-hmm. i've found that it really like helped me okay, I need to get and it just this. really kind of just makes you feel a little more calm. And so mm-hmm. I would take it a lot of mornings before yeah. I go to work and it just would help me a lot. And so I have oil drops that you put like under your tongue yeah. and then I also have gummies. Right. And another fun bonus thing that it's helped me out with a lot of the time is when I get hormone headaches because oh, when it's that hmm. time of the month, like I a get pain reliever. Yeah. Like I get these headaches that are like this aching that I can't get rid of with like Advil or anything. Yeah. And so if I take some CBD gummies or something, it, helps with that yeah I've, I've heard like just so many positives because i've also like one of my girlfriends she also takes cbd mm-hmm. before work and just like on her i think it's like part of her daily regimen but basically it helps you poop because it's a di- dilator maybe mm-hmm. and so like if you're I, I i keep saying i'm gonna do it but then i keep putting it off Let's just go which is annoying but we'll i go yeah to the weed store and we'll buy okay some. and like i guess if if you need clarification cbd is just the oil there's no thc so no, you don't get high, you can't off, get of high off of it no it's just so. the effects that all the good things that yeah you can do without the actual like feeling high it would be like taking olive oil for like benefits of your heart it's yeah like cbd oil exactly it does nothing it doesn't make oil. you feel anything except for it can make you just feel less Calm. high strong and it can also some people will take it before bed to help them yeah. sleep because it can help just like calm your mind because some people get like that I racing that. mind where they can't turn off their brain yes and so some people take it before bed every night uh some people use it for joint and muscle pains yeah so chronic pain if you yeah. suffer from like i know a lot of people who have chronic illnesses Mm-hmm. or suffer from like cancer arthritis things like that they'll take it to help with pain yeah. um so there's lots of different benefits for sure no i agree i think it's like i like the natural aspect of it because yeah. like i eventually want to get to a place where and it's okay if i can't get to a place where and i need to be on my anti-anxiety meds but i think uh in my case if i go talk to somebody and maybe get on something natural i think eventually i can that's my goal is to yeah. get to a place where but I know a lot of people like you it's, can't it's, and it's okay you can't, you and that's fine. It. Yeah, no, totally. Like sometimes that's just the situation the and don't mm-hmm. feel bad about that. But uh, yeah, the, I think, I mean, if you have any questions uh, for either of us, I guess on anxiety and, and mm-hmm. dealing with that, or if you have any uh, ways you deal with it on your own that you've yeah. helped, because it doesn't help when somebody just says, just calm down and take some deep breaths. You're I like, know. you didn't think I fucking thought of that? Like, right. If I could <laughs> oh, just calm down, I would. Wow. I, would. <laughs> that's a, I, wow, I never thought. But yeah, frig. no, Totally. But I don't know. I think these life updates are fun just because like, I think things change weekly. Like, yeah, totally. Experiencing things. And I hope, I mean, that was kind of the goal of this podcast was to provide just some relatable. what we're up to. Yeah. But yeah. Let us know if you're finding this interesting or if you have any questions about what we're going through or mm-hmm. if you want any more clarification or if you have advice, because 
we need help <laughs> always <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're learning too so no i yeah. hope one day we can look back or listen back and be like oh remember those yeah. times oh, so boy. naive we yeah. didn't even know <laughs> yeah Perfect. okay guys well thank you for listening and yeah. we will see you next week Toodaloo. bye